0: We now interrupt today's regularly scheduled programming for the Collective Perspective Special Edition Live on Location at Occupy Wall Street. So are you in a safe location right now? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. Um, and are you able to talk
1: for a little bit? Sure. Um, may I ask uh, how long we expect to talk?
0: As long as you have. We may end up having to include the other reporters that are there right now that have just got... Done avoiding being arrested. Okay. So where are you now and what have you encountered in the time that you've been in New York?
1: Okay, actually yeah, I'm I'm a home now. I'm a, a North New Jersey resident. Um I guess I'll I'll begin by explaining how everything happened yesterday. Uh, I have a friend who is an aspiring reporter, news reporter, and she is currently building her reel. Um, and she asked if I was interested as I am starting a production company myself. In helping her uh, document the protest, uh, so we traveled up there yesterday. We went by, we took some footage. Uh, another friend of mine, Bashir, um, a colleague, uh, took some stills. Um, we talked to a couple of people, um, and then we actually kind of had to move along because I had to be a part of a fundraiser for a company that I'm in. But that was it. Yesterday, it was it was it was kind of settled um they actually began marching today so there, there wasn't too much going on at least for the period of time that i was down there yesterday so you left new york when i left new york uh well much later that evening but i left the wall street area probably around five or a little before
0: five okay now my uh, brother and friends all reporters for the station they got there uh, a few hours um after you did actually many hours they got there just after the quiet hours uh but i know that around the time that you left uh radiohead had had been rumored to to be playing there at four o'clock yeah Uh, there was a a lot of talk about that we didn't see them though. okay so what did you see i mean did you see a lot of the the anthony bologna's on the street people you know cops that are just
1: completely corrupt and, and macing people for no reason you know what? As as strange as it sounds, it almost sounds disappointing, but I, I I did not see any of that. Not at the period of time that I was there. Um, again, it was very it was very settled. Uh, everybody was pretty much um, holding up their signs or, or, or creating signs or kind of preparing for whatever else. Uh, we spoke to a couple of people. We got to interview a couple of people. Um, there were a group of musicians that were playing. There were people that were feeding everybody. Um, and we saw a couple of police officers, and they were just kind of standing on the sidelines um, observing. Now, from what we've been told by Caleb and Matthias, uh,
0: it's been a fairly peaceful gathering as long as they have been there, and they've actually experienced uh, uh, police officers in blue shirts actually treating them quite well. Mm-hmm. And, and the, uh, the police officers um, that they experienced the most trouble with are the ones in white, and uh, they were just actually uh, on the bridge as the, uh, as the police officers began to uh, trap them. And as it turns out, the police officers actually were, were directing people to the bridge so that they could trap them. And they brought in uh, a number of buses so that they could arrest up to 500 people. It's uncertain how many people have actually been arrested, but uh, one of them was a 12-year-old girl. And Terrible. Uh, so, But these are things that you really didn't see much of while you were there.
1: Yeah, while I was there, I didn't see any of that. There was one lady that we interviewed with her son, and she spoke uh, briefly about the day before there was marching, and she saw the police start to bring out nets. And she um, was making the point that she wanted to make sure to take her, her son away or not have her son see that because she didn't want her son to have distrust in the police at this current moment. Her son was uh, seven. and So she said, if she's in an area like that, she doesn't want her son to get lost and feel that she can't trust the police to help her, help him find her mm. um, and, and begin to discuss the the obvious conflict of interest there where, where she had to step away from an injustice that she saw happening and, and, and recognizing that, of course, you cannot always trust law enforcement. But in that case, um, uh, she had to do what she had to do. But yeah, while I was there, there none of that happened. Um, mm. But there was mention made to that it had happened before. And you can sense the tenseness that, that something might actually happen, but, um, yeah, I guess it is, it's kind of on me, because I had to leave early for the fundraiser, so that's probably why. Well, did it, did it really get bad?
0: Uh, you know, it remains to be seen. I was, uh, connected with, with, uh, my crew, as they were in two different groups, they got, um, uh, they got, uh... Uh, separated from one another and so i did a conference call so that we could all talk to one another and they were just basically trying to trying to find safety and not get arrested it looks like they they found safety they weren't arrested Um, Mm -hmm. but because they're there as media they're they're sending me all of the media that they have just in case they do get arrested and that gets confiscated Mm -hmm. Um, but what was your what was the impetus for you to want to go to wall street this weekend
1: well I had been hearing about everything that was going on and, and um obviously dismayed at the fact that there was no news coverage over this, even though you can't be too surprised at that um so it was just a, a matter of seeing something for myself if I knew that the the mainstream media wasn't going to bring the information to me that along with the fact that uh, my friend wanted to get this news reel done and I wanted to get some video as well it all all came together um the the sense I got from the scenario was there was uh, again at the period of time that I was there there was a, a, a good amount of organization you you will wonder how much was actually going to be accomplished we actually we interviewed a couple of people there was one lady that declined to be uh interviewed on camera but she did speak with me and she made a very good point it was a nice old lady from Egypt and she her point was she said so she, she didn't understand how much would actually be achieved by standing somewhere and asking for something loudly, especially when the government has already shown that it has no interest in actually helping the people? And she said she felt that the only only true um, effective change would would come when by small businesses and creating a communal economy amongst one another. But that it was going to take a, a higher level of focus and organization. And I actually uh, agree with that myself, but was able to observe organization in as much as there were people who were um, feeding people, obviously for free. A lot of people were coming and bringing donations for food. There was the the human mic thing coming on uh, happening, which I'm, I'm sure um, some of the other people who have spoken to have spoken about this, where um, the system is set up where someone will call out something and everybody will repeat it so to make sure that the message gets around to everybody in that general area. And um, um, The same lady I spoke to you before made a good point about in in doing that, it encouraged everybody to listen and to cooperate, and and um that is probably the, the the most effective tool we have when facing such an obstacle.
0: So you really felt and got a sense that there was really a lot of love involved in this
1: protest. Definitely, definitely.
0: Yeah, you know, I had been to uh, Woodstock '94, and uh, it might sound like a strange thing to bring up when we're talking about um, police brutality and protests, but. You know, my generation were the kids, the children of of hippies, and right. so it was always kind of a fantasy that we assumed would never actually happen—that we would have our own Woodstock moment. Uh, and arguably, the the reasons behind why there were uh, Woodstock '94 and '99 are are um, debatable, whether they were you know good intentions or not. But right, but it doesn't stop the fact that the experience. That I had with my friends at Woodstock 94 was authentic. And there's something truly just amazing and beautiful about uh, half a million people spontaneously showing up somewhere and getting along and not having problems and creating your own traffic, uh, human traffic as you're getting from one concert to the next. And some people are inebriated, some are not. Um, and just these amazing experiences that you can only. Possibly understand if you've been there, and I felt that going uh, as more energy started to go towards this movement headed by Adbusters, that uh, that this was a real uh, generation-defining moment for many, many people. Mm-hmm. And I, I personally am getting a, a sense as I pay attention to the chapters uh, across the country that this is, really is swelling and is not going anywhere. So, uh, what do you see? What do you think the, the, the future in the next
1: couple of weeks or months is going to look like? What kind of change do you think this is actually going to affect? Well, there are a lot of people that we, uh, we spoke to um, from different areas, and there was uh, discussion about how other similar protests are springing up across the nation um, in response and, and, and um, for the same reasons. Um, and i and I, I i do believe with with true organization and and, and focus and and um kind of coming together on one accord as a community there's no way that a positive effect cannot take place but i do believe to, to your point uh, about um having a, a sort of a nostalgic and romantic idea of, of protest in relation to what was observed in the '60s, um, as it's painted romantically, you know, for those of us who haven't been there, and mm-hmm. hoping to duplicate the same thing. I, I, I do feel that there is a threat of becoming caught up in the in the romantic ideal and allowing yourself to just be there without actually pushing against anything or, or moving to change anything. Um, Again, it's kind of tricky for me to say because I was only there for a a very small portion of time and while I was there it was pretty much downtime. so there were a lot of people kind of just relaxing and sitting back. So I was careful not to judge anybody and to assume that there were people there who had no sense of what was going on. There there were some you could bump into people and tell there were some people just there just to show up and other people there with more of a cause or or more of a reason to. uh, unfortunately, it, it, it was hard from my standpoint to get a glimpse of the whole thing and to understand just what percentage of 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 people here uh, are are really uh, striving to to make a change or to affect the change and are really willing to roll up their sleeves and to to do what what must be done. Um, and and again, um, me personally, I I agree with the older lady that I spoke to in that. Um, wherever you are, whether you're in the New York area and can come to Wall Street and stand there with everybody in Defiance or not, or if you're elsewhere and you can't make it, it's 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 seriously about how well do we provide for each other within our own particular communities. In that case, if, if we're able to do so, then de- being dependent upon a government that has no desire to provide for you will no longer matter because you can provide for one another. Now, of course, there, there are different things being enacted that make this a little more difficult. Um, But I I, I strongly believe where there's a will, there's a way. And wherever somebody truly intends to um, change what is currently happening, change will will be there. It's it's already waiting there for you to just, you know, stand up to the plate, I guess. Word. Well, do you think you're going to have
0: the ability to participate in any of the other protests, perhaps the one in D.C. starting on the 6th or
1: one in your home state? Um... I haven't heard about anything in New Jersey just yet. Um, and that may simply be a, a matter of it getting no no coverage in the mainstream. But um, given the opportunity, I, I, I definitely will. I have a couple of things coming up. I actually have a, a, a class, I'm going to start going back to school. So that may make it a little difficult, but given the opportunity, definitely. And this won't be the, the, the last time I, I go out to Wall Street because that's just a, a hop, skip and jump for me.
0: Anything else that really stood out to you while you were there?
1: Um, it was very, very, very beautiful and powerful to see the children involved. And, um, again, the same lady I spoke about before who, who talked about the conflict of interest in seeing police acting unjustly and, and wanting to turn her son away for the time being, um, to, to, to shield him from that. Um, there, there was there, she, she made the point about the, 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 presenting a a peaceful protest or the example of a peaceful protest to a seven-year-old son so that he could see it and understand it and and being excited about it being peaceful because if that's not the case, then by the time he's older, all protests would be violent. Um, And I agree with that very much. And there were many children there and there are many people who brought their children there. And I think it's a good thing for for children to at least uh, come away with the sense that their voice does matter, and that 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 there is a right to to speak up, not to become so uh, disillusioned and cynical that you you don't even raise your voice. Right. So that that I think that probably affected me the, the strongest. Yeah. Well, I think there's some wisdom involved with.
0: Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, a, a parent, I think, has the ability to understand another half of life, or so, it's a way to put it that yes. that those of us who don't have children or haven't had the child-rearing experience simply can't understand. And so when you're describing this scenario to me, uh, I, I see wisdom in that situation, and I, I see the ability to recognize a bigger picture uh, as opposed to just throwing her kid into um, a potentially anarchic uh, scene and and maybe distorting his viewpoint of lots of things before he really knows how to
1: how to process them. so um, so yeah, that's pretty inspiring actually right right I, 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 I definitely feel that way and, and, and for me it's it's very easy sometimes for me to become very uh, cynical and disillusioned with how much of, of uh, change can actually be affected um, um, within the within the government. Um and again that's that's why I lean so heavily on believing it's 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 more so about how much you provide for people within your community um or, or 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 not that that's the only thing that you can do but it's it's a level in which you can operate autonomously i personally believe um but observing in that moment and in that instant um children and and, and understanding the 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 benefit that is. For these children to be able to observe this and to carry this forth into their own uh... coming decades which are arguably going to be a, a lot more difficult if things don't change um... gave me more hope than i suppose i expected to, to find there well, thank
0: you so much for uh... for sharing those stories with us so that those of us who can't be there uh... and are doing whatever we can to try to be in the in the movement with people who are um... You can help create a clearer picture for us. You're yeah.
1: very welcome. Yeah, Thank IAB. you for, for having me.
0: This has been a special edition of the Collective Perspective, live from Occupy Wall Street. We now return to our regularly scheduled programming.